Welcome to the podcast about black country business owners for black country business owners. Every week we'll talk with a business owner from the region to celebrate the diversity of businesses and wealth of knowledge that make up the black country business community. And of course, we all know that us black country folk aren't great at shouting about our wins. So this podcast is designed to help celebrate the fantastic achievements of our community by teasing out some of the nuggets that have contributed to those successes and getting them out there for all of us to learn from and share. Despite multiple major setbacks, our business continues to grow and flourish. Paul Hull, co-owner of award-winning Freight Forwarder KMB Shipping Group, shares his story of how, despite the loss of two key members, Brexit and COVID, the business has continued on a trajectory of growth. Paul shares how instilling the right mindset into a great team and underpinning the business with robust systems has allowed KMB to navigate several major crises over the life of the business and always come out stronger, culminating in a Queen's Award in 2021 and continued growth towards the £10 million turnover mark. Paul, great to have you on the show. I'm really excited about hearing your journey. We crossed paths some years ago. Boy, has your business changed since then. Congratulations on that. Congratulations on the awards recently. Um, Want to get into it? Success leaves clues. Let's hear about some of yours. Before we start, you know the question I'm going to ask you, Black Country, what's all that about then? What does that mean for you? Well, afternoon, Andy and and, uh, and everybody. Um born and bred in Wensbury family still live there still have ties there the office is there so it's all about the black country you know we're super proud of of where we come from we're super proud of the people um and we just love being there I think there's a you know a big attraction that just just keeps us there and it's 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 Boston as they say (laughs) it is Boston absolutely so let's move into the business your journey with KMB I mean it's, it's been a fascinating one you've you've given me some background on that and if you want to cover any of that absolutely and this might come out now but what's the thing you're most proud of about your business in during that journey Paul it, it, yeah it's been a rocky road that, that's a definite I mean I started there back in 96 kind of left school hadn't got a clue what I wanted to do other than the fact that I, I love numbers I thought that meant do I need to be an accountant but that felt a little bit boring for, for, for sort of my, my personality. Went and got a, a job through the summer and Christmas at Curry's um, electrical store. Been on the shop floor selling the TVs and the videos and all that kind of stuff. Ended up being there randomly one of their top salesmen in the West Midlands at, at the age of 16. And then for my reward, got shunted off to Kidderminster store. <laughs> Exotic. <laughs> yeah, it's totally. Yeah, totally. <laughs> which meant you know buses and trains two hour journeys there and back but you know it, it was what it was but I thought you know there's got to be something else out there applied in the Express and Star to a, to a job advert that my mum found at a local local Tipton freight forwarding business called Daily Irish Services two weeks later I was having my second interview at the time and Gladly got the phone call, I think, two days later to say, would you like the job? You know, it's a massive £400 a month. I, you know, still got my first pay slip. And also remembering that I think 50% of, of those wages were going on um, a car loan and, and paying the board to the folks. That's familiar. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, that, you know, it was great. So that the journey began back in 96 in April. And, you know, obviously there's, there's a lot gone on in the last 27 years. That's, that's a definite. Mm. So which bit are you most proud of now if you reflect back on the KMB journey? Yeah, I think that there's a there's a couple of 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 ones from for different reasons. Um we unfortunately have lost a couple of 
of people in the business over the over time. Back in 2004, the founder's son, Nick, got killed on a motorbike on his way into work, which, which was absolutely shocking, obviously. The owners came into us who had retired and, and said, this has happened. You know, and it was obviously a massive shock to us. Um, and I said to them, look, you know, go away, agree to what you need to do. I'll, I'll kind of keep an eye on things and, and take care of the business the best I can with, you know, relatively little knowledge of running a business. But, you know, you sink or swim at these times. So that was, that was a big one, losing him. And then we also lost another member of staff who was my number two at the time, Elaine, in 2013 with, with, uh, with cancer. So that was another big kick in the proverbials so I think coming through those two massive events in the business you know we're super proud of looking back going you know you know the easy decision would have been the business could have been closed we could have given up various people could have given up on us but it wasn't just me it was the team as well that was that was with me that you know through adversity we was like we we can do this we can make it work you know and you know we we still look above to them up in the stars to say you know we're here we're still doing it it's it's great and I suppose the one is obviously grabbing our Queen's Award last year. You know, which is total positive. You know, compared to the two, the other two things. But so I'd say those two, those two are the key things that you know that we're most proudest of. Yeah, it's a pretty big message, that isn't it? I mean, the, the whole point of business is they should be able to perpetuate. It's very sad when you lose people out of the team for one reason or another, and there are multiple reasons, aren't they? But that business should be able to perpetuate itself even without some seemingly core members so yeah congratulations on building something so robust that it can even with the uh rocky roads that go with it and i think we've all had a few of them too yeah <laughs> sure. yeah anyway we might talk about some of those as well so the other thing so th- this resilience thing keeps coming up because we all need some of that don't we i think that's come up in every single one of these so far and i probably expect it to come up in every single one going forward mm. as well because if we don't have that we're a bit stuffed but let's think about some of the other factors that have contributed to the success of your business over those years then give, give me the top three what would you say always a tricky one to narrow it down i'd say its mindset is one of the biggest things you know i'm always a half glass full kind of guy always proactive always positive you know we can all you know look at the external factors and the doom and gloom but it's you know let, let's let's face the challenges let's look at the solutions not the problems so it's definitely a mindset thing 100 yep. percent you know and not, and not giving up mindset surround yourself with with an amazing team there's no i in team and it's the truest saying in the world for me Nothing's nothing's fun doing it solo. Everything's more fun doing it with a team and enjoying it with the team, celebrating success together. Nobody wants to go on the journey alone. Let's let's make it fun for us all, mm-hmm. and celebrate the wins when we get them. I think we're you know very keen to you know worry about when the times are low and we forget to celebrate the little wins on 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 our journeys. And um, in the office, we're, we're very keen on or I'm certainly very keen on in a honk in the horn in the office when we get a new customer <laughs> yeah. or, you know, taking the team out for a drink or all those kind of things when, you know, we've had little wins and it's, it's very important for the morale of the, morale of the team and the staff for, for definite. Yeah, I agree. We spend, a, we can spend a lot of time beating ourselves up about stuff that we should have done, but surely we should spend more time catching us, catching the stuff we've done right. So yeah. 
interesting how many people oversee that or don't don't do that which just astounds me really let me go back to the team one Paul because that's quite interesting I mean you've got 22 people in the team now that's right isn't it so what what are some of the factors that have led you to build such a strong team you know what have you done to make it so strong um, well, I, I, again, two probably two things. You know, it, it's kind of it's sometimes a journey that you're led on by by look as much as judgment at times, and, and obviously losing the two members of staff that we did made us make some decisions that we probably wouldn't have made, at, you know, if it wasn't thrust upon us. I mean, I, I'd say two of the key things for me is, is my two business partners and the two co-owners, uh, Kevin, Jamie. I mean, we've all been there now for. Too long, too long, really. Ever. Ever, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think I'm 26 years now. Jamie's 25 um, or 24 or 25. And Kev's, I think, 22 or 23. We've all come from school, all come straight into the business with, with sort of no business training, as it were. And we've been there together through the journey with three totally different characters, which sometimes is a great thing and sometimes causes a bit of friction, as, as I'm sure people can relate to. But the, the great thing is, you know, we're very aligned with our, you know, our business goals and all our decisions are made off for the good of the business. Yeah. You know, we've banged, head a few, banged heads a few times uh, across that time, but, you know, we sit mm-hmm. down, we talk and we make the right decisions together. Yeah. And I think that's, I think that's key. We, we look at that as a massive positive because we bring three completely sets of personalities and ideas to the table and we talk about it and we brainstorm it. We get the staff involved and we, we go on the journey together. That's, that, that's, that's key, you know, communication, I think between the, the owners and then communicating that to the staff is, is invaluable. You know, yeah. I, I think I can, you know, shout about that enough is, you know, if, if you make people feel involved and you communicate to them, the engagement levels go through the roof. Yeah. Yeah. I'd agree with that. Last week's podcast, Frank was talking about the European championships where 16 people competing and everybody had their current score and everybody had their, if you can do this, each of you can improve your score by this. We can win yeah. this as a team. And I think it's so important, isn't it, to know, know that common goal and then to communicate yeah. what everybody's part in it is. So, yeah, brilliant. Tell me more about the mindset then. How do you um, how do you keep the mindset so positive? Oh, tricky one. Again, surrounding yourself with the right people. Very lucky to say to have good staff, good co-business owners, a great partner who's, who's brilliant. Um and I think it's just, you know, motivating yourself, getting out of a bed of a morning, give yourself some goals, some daily goals, some weekly goals, some monthly goals and work towards them. You know, it's very difficult to say we want to be doing this in five, 10 years. Um, and it can be very daunting and challenging and, and overwhelming, I think. Whereas we try and break that down and, and celebrate our little successes, which makes a big difference with your mindset because, you know, you're constantly hitting these little targets and 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 things and I think that just brings a more positive outlook with, with life you know you're not say so not overwhelming yourself all the time yeah that's a really good point you've told me about a couple already of business challenges I don't know whether they'd be your most difficult ones I'm sure they're ranking up there but what would you say has been the most difficult challenge you've had to overcome and maybe put the deaths of your important people aside, even though I guess that those could well be fairly high, if not top of the agenda. But from just from a business perspective, what would you say has been the the, the toughest 
Um, I think that the, the, the dreaded COVID word has obviously been a bit, a bit of a nightmare and obviously Brexit for, for us um, in, in our freight forwarding industry. Yeah. I think certainly with, with both of those, it was a bit of a cliff edge. I mean, certainly with Brexit, you know, it was up until the, you know, the very last minute coming towards Christmas, where we're coming in, where we're going out, when's it going to happen, what's going to happen. Nothing was in place from the government. As such, there was no direction given to us. So we, I remember that year, you know, we broke up for Christmas, not knowing what we're going to walk back into in January. I think yeah. it, it was it was that that tight. So coming back in in that January, it was it was a case of all hands to the pump. You know, we'd all got to retrain on customs, you know, um, yeah. put people through various courses. And it was a it was a tough time where it was you know six seven o'clock morning starts to seven eight o'clock finishes for quite a while for yeah. you know and and I've got to say hats off to the team who who all again stepped up to the plate because it wasn't a fun time helping you know and and the main thing was educating the customers who had this thrust upon them last minute as well didn't know how to do paperwork didn't know how to do declarations so you know we we found ourselves you know I think being yeah, tax tax uh, tax people, mentors, um, <laughs> counselors, you know, as yeah. well as freight forwarders, which you know is what we're there for. But yeah, that was a that was a, a very challenging time. I have to say, a, a massive challenging time. And and I think COVID, like a lot of businesses, you know, that again was was threw upon us that you know you've got to close the office. You can do this. You can't do that. But what I would say with COVID, in a very perverse way, I think it was one of the greatest things to ever happen to our business. Yeah, I'm a firm believer of you know things can happen, you know when when you have to make them happen. We we never thought as a business potentially that we could work from home. All of a sudden, we had to work from home. Mm-hmm. Yes, we had to invest in some IT, but we made it work, and you know that was a great great eye opener to to everybody involved, you know, going, oh, we can do this. We can make it work. Isn't it marvellous? You know, things are possible. Yeah. And it helped us you know, evolve and put more processes, more systems in place in the business, which I have to say we, we potentially wouldn't have been doing for another two or three or four years. Right. But we were forced to do them two or three years ago, and we're seeing great benefits from that now, I have to say. So if you were to put those two situations that you just give me in a bucket together, you know, Brexit swiftly followed by COVID. I mean, tough times. What's it led to, though? I think it's led to the, the team being stronger, which is, again, which is the key. You know, we ride the highs together. We ride the lows together. And it's, it's, a, it's certainly made us think, you know, we can get through that. We can get through anything. You know, I mean, you throw a recession that we've had in there or, you know, or another recession we're having as well. Right. You know, and they say, you know, in, in your business life or your personal life, there's there's, there's one, if, you, if you're unlucky, two major things that, you know, come at you. I think we've had four or five now in the last, you know, yeah. couple of decades. So yep. I think if we can get through those, we can get through anything. Yeah, I agree. I mean, for, for me, you know, what's going to happen is going to happen, isn't it? So it's how we choose to respond to it. That's the, the key thing. So that positive mindset that you're talking about, the strong team that you're talking about, all those things. If, we, you know, we, we went into this looking at it going, OK, well, who knows what this is going to mean? But COVID I'm talking about, I mean, Brexit, not so relevant for a lot of our clients. But what it led to was, you know, OK, now what are the opportunities yeah. Because there are always opportunities out of adversity, and that's come through very strongly with a lot of people I've spoken to on this as well. You know, um, with the right mindset, you can always come out of that stronger. Now, I know COVID is sort of starting to be a bit of a memory, hopefully, but there's going to be more of that stuff coming at us, isn't it? 
there is one zillion percent and it's you know it's looking for the solutions not the problems isn't it you know when they when they come along it's sometimes we get downbeat or people can get downbeat of worrying too much about the problem and not focusing on the solution when you focus on the solution as well it creates you know more of a positive mindset for us focusing on the problem it's a negative mindset so that's all i encourage people to do and when they're think and when we have day-to-day problems in the office it's right how can we fix this and focus on that rather than getting bogged down by what's actually caused it yeah it's interesting isn't it that um i think a lot of people get really focused and spend a lot of their waking hours thinking about what they don't want and not enough time thinking about what they do want yeah and we all know that if we think about what we don't want we just attract more of it and if we think about what we do want we tend to get some of that too (laughs) One hundred percent, you know, and people, you know, it's the old saying, isn't it? You know, don't uh, don't worry about what you can't control, control what you can control. And I think that's so true. You know, again, we all worry, you know, with the doom and gloom in the news oh, this can happen, that can happen. But, you know, let's stay positive. Let's stay focused. And, you know, we control our own destiny, you know. Um, That might be a bit of an illusion. (laughs) We think we control our own destiny. (laughs) Stay positive, Andy, stay positive. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I'll edit that bit out. So with this wide ranging business experience, you've got all the way from curries to curries in Kidderminster through to <laughs> and then on the journey to where you are now with KMB. You must have had people who've influenced your thinking, taught you something which has stuck with you along the way. So I'm talking about mentors, really. You know, can you give me a couple of examples of th- things that have come to you f- from other people that have really influenced your thinking? Yeah, 100%. I think sort of 10-ish years ago, we, we were with one of your pals under the Action Coach banner. Um, and it's when we, when we were sort of looking at buying the business, um, that, that that journey kind of started probably eight or nine years ago. And it was a longer journey than we all thought. But one of the things that that was identified that we needed was some external help from a coach, from a mentor, from an ed, however you want to, to phrase it. And it was probably the best thing we ever did. Um, I have to say, on our business journey, and probably the the one thing I wish we'd have done a lot sooner. Funny how many people say that actually. Yeah, it, I think you know, I think every business owner, I think one hundred percent would agree that you know it, it makes you take a step back to look at the business. Um, I mean, we were always working in the business. I think like a lot of SMEs and a lot of small business owners, yep. and it's so difficult or virtually impossible at times to step out of your business because you worry if the transactions are not going through, it's a transactional business. If the tills are not ringing, oh my God, the world's going to fall apart. Yeah. But actually, you know, when you do take a step back and find the time to, to focus on the business, not in the business, the, the rewards are, are unbelievable. Um, it gives you some clarity, it gives you some focus. Yeah. And it certainly makes you take a step back and go, right, if we want to achieve something in a year or two years time, these are the things we need to put into place. It made us learn our numbers, which, you know, we, we know, I know no coaches bang the drum about this, but it was one thing we always come into work, get through the day, look at the, right. at the end of the week or the end of the month and go, phew, we've paid the bills. Everything's all right. You know, yeah, yeah. Go pint at the end of the week, but it does make you take a real step back and go, right, we, we need some real focus here on, on how, how we make these numbers forecasting numbers for the future and how we make that work and that was absolutely invaluable and having accountability you know weekly and monthly you know I mean I'll hold my hand apart and and people who know me know me well to you know I'm great at ideas you know I'm 
full, full of enthusiasm yeah. coming up with all these things, but struggle to follow things through at times. Yeah, um, sure. Which is why our team works so great. At, at, does it work that, you know, we've got people that, you know, we can lean upon and, and trust and rely on to the, the different pockets of the business. And the coach at the time really identified that and said, right, you really need now to start playing to your strengths, not all trying to do the same thing. And, and you know, then you feel a bit of a failing when, you, when you're not doing something you enjoy particularly or something that you're good at. So we really identified, you know, and that part of our journey, who was strong from, from our risk profiles and really played to our strengths now, which again has been invaluable. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, it's interesting, isn't it? How many people try to um, improve their weaknesses, mm. whereas actually there are other people with strengths that are our weaknesses. So why wouldn't yeah. we just play better as a team? 100%. Um, Don't ever give me a spreadsheet to fill out. <laughs> we could give you to fill out, but you just wouldn't finish it. Correct. <laughs> oh, that, that's interesting for about three and a half seconds. <laughs> now, this is alluding, Paul, to why you weren't a particularly great accountant. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> that, that was that was my training as well by the way i i always say my apps and my um aca stands for absolutely crap accountant there's <laughs> definitely a reason not to do it anymore <laughs> cool. um what what about and so that that was one instance that taught you quite a lot by the sounds of it give me another one um you know something else that's had a big impact on you and taught you something really quite profound yeah i think as well um is spending more time with other business owners uh, and that's certainly been more evident in the last sort of four or five years um spending time with the chambers of commerce i mean they have been absolutely amazing in helping us on our journey as a support network as well but just spending time listening to other to other people that work in businesses and, and, and run businesses it's amazing how many challenges we face very similar um yeah. and challenges that people have, have gone through that can really help at the time of need, I would say, um, you know, surround yourself, you know, my key thing is surround myself with better people, employ better people, learn yeah. from people, never stop learning, um, never stop reading, never stop yeah. listening to podcasts, yeah. um, get that little plug in there for you. Um, but it, it, it's invaluable that you, just, you can't stop, you know, the willingness to learn. Um, yeah. And I think that that's, that, that's a commitment you got to have to run a business. You know, if you, you sit still or you think, oh that's always how we've done it you're going to get left behind you know always always look to innovate um, and move the business forward i mean you know i mean steve i used to love watching steve jobs you know all all these kind of things that he did he he was an innovator thinking outside the box not doing things was you know how normal people would do them but Mm. god he was good wasn't he he really was. It's a really good point for because I think what, what I see quite a lot is we all tend to have our story about our business or our sector, don't we? Um, and, you know, I, I quite often say to people, well, OK, that might be the story that gets written about your sector or your business. But if you don't like it, write a different one, right? Because other stories are available. And yeah. I think that hanging around with other people, I mean, business is business, actually. Um, we all need customers. We, we all got to make income and we've all got costs. And at some point we've got to make a profit and manage cash flow. So the story's the same, actually. Yeah. We just overcomplicate it with the finer details of some of our stories. So hanging around with um, other business owners and t- being open enough to take their learnings, that wealth of experience is so cool, which why hopefully there'll be some great learnings coming out of every single one of these podcasts. I've got loads from what we've talked about today, by the way, already. So thank you for that. If you had your time again, what one thing would you do differently? 
Uh, not getting to freight, I think, is the, <laughs> the quick the quick answer. Uh, I think, obviously, the coaching on, on a business level, definitely get a coach as early as you can in, in, in business. I mean, the, the two big factors that hold people back, obviously, is, is the time. Well, you know, it's and that's an easy excuse to give. Yeah. Where there is an excuse is potentially sometimes the cost of a coach. But what I would say, there's so many opportunities out there now to do to do coaching and mentoring at, at a much cheaper level and an accessible level, be it one-to-ones, be it in peer groups, um, whatever that is. But yeah, just just reach out to get help as soon as you can with business. Um, identify, you know, where you've got, you know, your weaknesses in your business and, and, and put some people in those seats. We all, you know, don't think you know everything or you're great at everything. I'm certainly not, but what I'm, I do think I'm, I'm wise enough now is to, admit when I can't do something and outsource it or, or task somebody in my team right. um, to do it. And that's the key to success. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, completely agree. Completely agree. Fantastic. And that might've been it actually, but I'm not going to make the assumption. What's, what's the one piece of advice that you'd give to other business owners? Be brave. I think is, you know, we've, you know, we've got an obligation as business owners to, to, you know, to, to lead the team, to lead our businesses <clears throat> in, our, in our region have a plan, review it regularly, which I think a few people have, have probably said to you in the past. And I think it's obviously a big one that you communicate to people yeah. and just surround yourself. But as, as I alluded to before, around good people, positive people, people that are not going to drag you down, put yourself in environments where you, you're happy, you're comfortable, because that's when you'll get the best out of yourself and best out of your team as well. So yeah, yeah. just, just, yeah, be around the right people. Yeah. I think that's a fantastic message to uh, to wind up on, actually, and it keeps coming up again and again, doesn't it? You know, we're, we're not islands. We can't do this on our own. We certainly can't build a business on our own. And thank you for mentioning the plan part because um, very often it's easy to get a great bunch of well-intentioned people, but if they don't know where they're going, how the hell do you get there, right? That's right. So so a, a good one to, uh, to wrap that up and put a bow on top. Thank you. Paul, it's been brilliant to have you on today. Um, thank you for your contributions. Some stuff that just keeps coming up in terms of the, the stuff you've shared, the resilience piece, the team piece, the mindset piece, some great new stuff as well in there, um, which I'm going to leave everybody who's listening to pick out and learn for themselves because I don't want to lead them towards it necessarily. Um, so thank you for your um, investment of time in this congratulations again on the growth and success of the business and um, good luck going forward with whatever next brexit or covid we might hit i'm sure you'll come through with flying colors again we'll do it together mate fantastic good to speak to you mate yeah you too paul cheers if you've enjoyed the black country business podcast please make sure you subscribe as it's really important to us to know that we're making an impact also please share this with anyone who you think it may inspire or help with the business situation that they're currently experiencing and if you've got a story that you'd like to share to help our community please get in touch join us next time for more great stories from the black country business community